1: Back to old space show. I am Brandon, and here with me today, he is human, but he's he's cool as a Trans Am. Tony Shop.
2: Yes, uh, it's true. I am one hundred percent a human, and I do regular human things. so Don't question it.
1: (laughs) There you go. Nope. nope. (laughs) Uh, Even though websites will question you know, like, you're like prove you're human uh today uh this series of old space show is the one that uh, follows the exploits of a man in his car and the first season of night rider and today we're discussing the 19th episode white bird <laughs>
2: This is an interesting one. Uh, When Stephanie Mason, the woman that Michael Knight was going to marry when he was still Michael Long, she's accused of conspiracy. Michael decides to come to her aid without revealing his new identity.
1: All right. This is directed by Winrick Cobb. So he, like, does a lot of TV with stuff Mm. catching my eye because this is the only episode he'll do. I'm gonna start naming off this like all-star roster of stuff he's done because I'm just like, wow! Deep Space Nine. Those are the Star Trek for those who aren't cool. Yeah, wouldn't know what Deep Space Nine, <laughs> uh, Voyager, Enterprise, and the Star Trek World Tour. Ooh. Uh, Twenty-four, Lois and Clark: The New Adventures of Superman, Spencer for Hire, T.J. Hooker, Auto Man, Scarecrow, and Mrs. King. War of the Worlds, the television show. Um, In the Heat of the Night, Millennium. It's a spin-off show from the X-Files. Mm-hmm. Not really spin-off, but it was like, Hey, if you like X-Files. companion show, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jag, the show I never watched, but the world did for forever. Uh, Angel, the Buffy spin-off. Chips, Fall Guy, Magnum P.I., The Rockford Files, Barnaby Jones, Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica, uh, and... Hunter. Okay, he's a he's yeah, a like
2: genre guy through and it, through.
1: Yeah, like I was just like, wow, okay, all the, but sorry it caught my eye because I don't really you know the, the Star Treks people pop up here and they're like twenty four. I'm like, wait, what else he's done? i was like, okay, so
2: he's I, like the he's like the Alan Tudyk of directing.
1: There you go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, written by uh, Virginia Aldridge and Catherine Hickland, uncredited. As a writer on this, interesting. So maybe change some dialogue or something to do with it. Yeah, awesome. that, can, that can happen and somebody deserve uh, credit. But uh, stars David Hasselhoff, Edward Mulher, Patricia McPherson, William Daniels, Catherine Hickland, Brett, Bert Freed, Don Galloway, Richard Cain, and Charlie Picerni. Uh, big notable guest star in Catholic, Catherine Hickland. She's like a soap opera stud goddess, whatever. <laughs> makes that circuit rounds. Um, She would also return for two more episodes of Knight Rider as Stevie Mason in seasons two and four.
2: Yeah. So it's a very dramatic, like more I read about this. It's a very dramatic, like I guess Hasselhoff like lobbied for her to play this character. He wanted this episode to have like a lot of heart and emotion to it. He obviously knew her and was very sweet on her because after they shot this episode, they got engaged as a relatively short lived engagement, but they got engaged after this episode. So, oh. so yeah, he, he, yeah, he wanted his, um, she was, she became his fiance afterwards. And I guess she was a little bit involved in writing the story. Um, there's, a, there's actually, I'm looking at this, this, this website with the, with the trivia stuff. It says, this is a quote from Hasselhoff. It says, it took me a long time to sell everybody on mm-hmm. it, but I said, Catherine's an actress she's beautiful let's do it and it made for a really really good episode at the time so he definitely like lobbied for okay. her, whether it was part of his master plan to propose and stuff i don't know how deep that goes but he was definitely like pushing for her to okay to be this actress or this to play this character so
1: gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. okay yeah. um interesting well the chemistry yeah. is there
2: I suppose it is.
1: <laughs> but one thing I wanted to point out, I was like, "Oh, so now Michael's identity is unrecognizable to people who once knew him."
2: How convenient,
1: for right. him, Yes. <laughs> so now, now it's like that. That's what. Okay. How convenient. <laughs> um yeah, it's uh, Stevie Stephanie or whatever. Uh <laughs> She gets, like, nabbed by people at the beginning Um yep. trying to do something. It's like there's some guys, like, it's a setup. Get out of here. And she gets picked up by, what, the cops or some deputy of justice.
2: Yeah, DEA agents. I think they just say federal agents and, like, shove her in a car. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um And he, like, randomly finds out about this because he gets a paper somewhere. she's front page news. And he's like, Stevie?
2: um yes in fact when he um when he when he buys the new there's another I've, i found a lot of very interesting trivia about this episode right. apparently this is like a big like a big behind the scenes episode thing here so yeah when he buys that newspaper that newspaper and he like holds it up obviously right and We get that classic like the camera sees what he's seeing it's dated march 4th 1983 which through really good planning was the day that this episode aired on TV. <laughs> so. Wow. Okay. Well, they were into the, yeah. they
1: were into the show. So they knew when their night was and that they You're probably, right. yes. they were probably doing so good. They were like, we're not getting moved. So
2: yeah, we're, we're 20 episodes in at this point. Like we're, you know, it's right. it's pretty solid.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. That's crazy. They did that. Um, but yeah, um, he's all like going nuts about this. And Bonnie's like, who's Stephanie Mason? And it like, in my other life when I had a different face. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> so
2: so and dramatic. I was like, <laughs> well, and, and it's so funny that like the pre last episode kind of established uh-huh. like Michael and Bonnie finally settling into this, like friendly kind of vibe. Like he got her a yellow rose. Like they, like mm-hmm. he, they I think they're trying to clarify specifically for the audience. Like, Michael and Bonnie are going to be platonic, which is good because his next episode, we're going to meet his former fiance, you know, yeah. like Bonnie's got no chance. So he's still in love with her. He says that at least once in this episode, if if, if not more times, I'm still in love with her. Definitely. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, it's, it's weird. Like he, yeah, he's, he's all about this. We, we do get to see the kit pull out of the semi, which I don't feel like we have ever seen before. To leave to go.
2: Yeah, I yeah, we seem we seem heading in a lot. Um, yeah, I think yeah, him him popping out is not a is not a common shot. So yeah, it's interesting.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, and then there's a um, Yeah, this is a this is one of those so we have types of episode with Knight Rider, and this one's the Michael mm-hmm. Michael the Bodyguard Protector episode. Because we've had a few yes. of those so far. So there's this is a type like Michael's gotta get hired to protect somebody or something like that right
2: and this one he takes on largely on his own obviously on the strength of knowing stephanie slash stevie i mean mm. this is this is not really a flag it doesn't feel like a flag sanctioned effort here it's mostly michael pushing beyond um, pushing the envelope on this one here so
1: right um so uh he's like I don't know, he goes, he makes his way to to finding Stephanie um, to, like, you know, be a part of this or whatever. Um, There was, was this, like, did he, like, the first time they meet, was it when he snuck into her place or was that later?
2: I think the first time when he meets Stephanie, I believe, is when he bails
1: is it when he bails her out (laughs) out. (laughs) yeah he does bail and she's like you seem so you sound and feel so familiar and keeps clenching her her necklace clutching her
2: necklace and he's like well let's get you back to your apartment she's like how'd you know i have an Mm -hmm. apartment you know like up there like there's like a very blatant breadcrumb trail being established which is exactly what the writers wanted for this episode i'm sure so
1: right 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 true um but there, there, there is a part where he does go to her place, like, sneaks to her place in the middle of the night and walks in. And it was really weird because um, they were using, like, all sorts of, um, like, odd lenses and stuff that didn't feel like Knight Rider. It, like, felt really like a different show almost. It was these, they're using these, like, big lenses. It, it felt giant. And it was, like, in the dark with the red carpet. It was, like, it just... It was weird. It was like something I'd never seen them utilize before. Yeah.
2: Yeah, there are there are several visual differences in this episode. There's 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 a point a little later on when they go Michael and Stephanie go on a picnic for lack of a better term. They're all mm-hmm. they're they're, they're all out on the side of this hill and then oops, there's a sniper getting ready to shoot them and there's like very wide shots of them like running down the hill trying to get away from this sniper and then The sniper shoots, you know, it's just, yeah, it's all there are very, it it feels more cinematic. And again, I don't know if that was a result of all this. There's, there's really the more that I was reading up on it, the more that there's this huge backstory about Mm. Hasselhoff and Catherine Hickland and all this stuff. So I don't know if it was. Hasselhoff be his star power to throw around a little bit to be like, hey, this is going to be a big episode. You know, this is going to be a big to do or whatever. But yeah, this one had a a visually had a very different vibe than your average mainliner a- episode. We
1: have a director that hadn't directed in the series yet, and this is his only episode too. So maybe right. that's that's part of it as well. Um, at this episode, like, there's this a lot of courting stuff in this episode, like not. Mm-hmm a lot of it's a lot of character drama it's not a lot of like plot drama or action based stuff there's a drive-by shooting scene which yep gets bulletproof so it's okay um <laughs> and stuff there is i mean there is some action and stuff but like it's very much uh, the chunk of this episode is filled with walking through the mountains there's like a montage of them walking mm-hmm. through the mountains and stuff, um,
2: <laughs> with the white bird song, of course, white playing bird, yep. in the background. So. <laughs>
1: white bird, and there's another song called "Heart of the Night," which is featured in here. Yep. Um, it's it's funny, like they have that Juice Newton song used twice, mm-hmm. but then like all the music for a while now has felt like they're pulling other like juice newton knockoff songs or something yeah into it. right like I'm like, <laughs> it's not her but it sounded like it
2: so uh well the the original title for this episode was the long way home so i wonder if once they secured the rights to white bird i wonder if they were able to rewrite a little bit on the fly to work that into the plot a little bit Because so, you know there's the whole thing that at the end stephanie talks um, about you know there's the white bird that, that 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 never lands, and you know I'm going into witness protection, so I feel like the white bird who will never land, and this, that, and the other. So, I wonder if they added some of that. Maybe, maybe that was the part she. I don't know. That's pure speculation. But, uh, um, but yeah, it's definitely. Um, it, it definitely feels like this episode had some had some adjustments uh, right all the way throughout.
1: So. And she does get she does get put in the hospital, and that's a big part of this too with the drama. <laughs>
2: She does. She she spends a good chunk in a uh, coma, for lack of a better word. After after the after the sniper shoots her, she yeah she spends several several scenes in the in the hospital with Michael, kind of hovering over her. Him going off to play his toughy guy role, where he's got to go lean on the bad guys to try to get them to to mm-hmm. crack and give him the information he needs, and then back to the hospital. And yeah, it's a very very interesting. Vibe.
1: Michael's sad, and uh, Ooh, yes. yeah, like uh, Devin. I love it. He's like sitting in the like cafeteria and Dev's like, I had a great breakfast made. All your favorite things, steak, eggs, greasy potatoes. I was like, that's a Michael Knight breakfast right there.
2: Michael Knight breakfast of champions. I, I, I get the feeling that maybe again, this is all this, this is pure speculation, but I get the feeling that maybe they're like, listen, we're getting ready there. We're wrapping up the first season. This one's going to, this one's going to air late in the season. Like, you know, we've got, we've got a good vibe about this so far. Like let's really, we're going to give you some scenery yeah. to chew on. Like, we're going to, like, this is going to be like your Emmy push here. Yeah, like, if there's really one episode with an Emmy. Of yeah. One.
1: We're bringing your real life <laughs> so girlfriend big. in here to get you motivated to motivated. Yeah.
2: Isn't it crazy? I've, I've, I found a, a, a sidebar back to Catherine Hicklin and the whole proposal thing. I found, um, uh ju- just here recently, I, I, I found a, a quote pulled from the 1985 Soap Opera Digest where she talks about Oh wow! what what this was. And the, this is a quote from Catherine Hickland. It says, this this was her quote. It says, I was playing a character named Stevie that I had written and created, especially for this show. Oh, so in her mind, right. she thinks that she's a big piece of this. The last day of shooting also happened to be my birthday, February 11th. And David Hasselhoff had a birthday party arranged for me at our dinner break. There was a huge cake that was personalized, all the trimmings. And then he proposed to me in front of 125 people, crew, cast members, producer, director. The ring was hidden underneath the hood of a replica of Kit on top of the cake. And on the cake, there was an engraving that said, open the hood. So I opened (laughs) the hood and underneath was an engagement ring. I was in complete shock. It took me about five minutes to reply to his question. Finally, I blurted out, absolutely. So it was a big thing. Wow. <laughs> <literally>.
1: Okay. <laughs> wow. Who
2: knew? Who knew?
1: <laughs> wow. How many ladies could say they had their engagement rig under Kit's hood? Like not oh.
2: not many i would imagine so it's good, so good for cheesy her. i
1: love it it's so cheesy I love oh yeah oh it, my god
2: it is very very oh. it's it's very on brand for hoff and the 80s yes. so <laughs> Whew, okay i know wow. it's, it's a lot it's a lot to take in is,
1: <laughs> i love i'm glad you found that i am so glad you found Dude. that that is
2: that's from the February twenty sixth, ninety-five edition of the Soap Opera Digest. All right,
1: so. <laughs> that's excellent. Soap Opera Digest. I remember that at the grocery store line. I mean,
2: absolutely, it was, uh,
1: one of them. Uh, gosh, um, yeah. She, I mean, she does have a moment with a good moment with Kit, where uh, Michael's like trying to show it off, and like Kit won't talk. He's like, "Yeah, yes. it talks." And uh, she's going to think I'm crazy if you don't talk. <laughs> and I did pick up on one of her things. So she says, I'm still amazed if someone has a phone in their car. So that must be more of a thing that you and I have given it credit for at this yeah. point. So it must be some sort of normalcy of having car phones right now. Because you and I have been like, I don't know if that's a car. Like, yeah,
2: there were there was one episode where I feel like they like the quote unquote car phone was like a real like a corded phone was like uh like there was like a house phone in the car I'm like right. that can't be it like it has to be like those big like CB style phones but I'm like no one's just gonna take a phone off the kitchen wall and throw it in their car like that doesn't yeah. make any sense to me so. right yeah oh,
1: yeah true <laughs> um but yeah anyway so this episode like it rounds out like she doesn't get in trouble for soliciting herself in vegas because it never happened um <laughs> michael gets to smoocher he cries she cries it takes a commercial break so the audience can cry um, yeah. and it co- like and then like devin's upset over a broken vase and clock and michael's trying to make amends uh, but decides to go drive while devin picks it all up and michael and kit have a heart-to-heart here. He's like, what is it, Michael? Yeah. He's like, I wonder if she really knew Kit. And Kit's like, look in the glove compartment, and it's a necklace. (laughs) Why did she leave it for you? A mutual friend gave it to us a long time ago. She wanted us to remember him by it. What was his name? Michael Long, Kit. (laughs) Michael Long. Michael Long!
2: (laughs) (laughs) It is so... so I mean, it's definitely, like, very Emmy-ish. Like, as this part is so dramatic (laughs) before that when she's getting put in the cop car to go into witness protection and they're both like she drives away and she's crying and he's like looking after her and he starts misting up and uh, i like the production leaned into it this is the only this is or not the only this is the first episode that doesn't end with kit and michael driving through the desert in that generic drive-away thing he ends up just driving down the road so even they're like yeah let's make it Let's make it serious. Like let's go, you know, let's let's go dramatic here. So (laughs) for better, for worse. That's what it's like. Oh (laughs) Oh, yeah. So cheesy.
1: Oh gosh. Oh I I don't know. But most of the time this episode didn't do much for me. Like I, I enjoyed laugh and talk about stuff, but
2: yeah, overall, it didn't feel no. like, a, like a crazy big episode, like a very right. big deal in the Knight Rider pantheon. But with all the stuff that we have in the background, it, it, it feels great to us now. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, I don't think anybody knew any of that stuff. So they're like, okay, this is just a really dramatic episode. Yeah, We're trying to make it dramatic.
1: We've had some where I feel like they've upped the ante and felt like bigger mm-hmm. episodes so far. And this didn't feel like one of them. No. Yeah. Like Michael and her because the dialogue says so meant more than previous but this felt like any floozy that michael's had to protect before
2: <laughs> like it was right when there's a girl every week like this one is just it, 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 at, at first glance it feels like they're like oh they ran out of ways to put a girl in his life so let's just shoehorn one in yeah. from his former life like it's not until she comes back in the second and fourth season that i think you get a scope of what she's meant to mean to him overall.
1: Right. And he's doing fine next week in the next episode. So yeah, back to business as usual. So what are uh, you going to do? He finds another <laughs> woman to woo on for, for a week. So it's what is, it is, but yeah. Hey, we'll see you sometime <laughs> in the future, Catherine Hickland. Um, yeah, that's right. But until then, Tony, let's shift gears, look on toward the sunset before we hit the horizon. Where can people find you?
2: yeah you can come hang out with me uh, over at sciencefiction.com i'm the senior editor over there where we do routinely all sorts of news and reviews and we talk about all the goofy geeky fun nerdy stuff over there if you want to connect with me directly you can come find me on any of the socials at tony schaub or come swing by the old website tony schaub.com
1: all right hashtag michael longs for her and nice. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon4KUHD, written work on ysoblue.com. Uh I don't know what's going on with my regular show at this time, but something will be happening, sure. whether it's a commentary or, or or else. I've been busy focusing uh, recording a summer of 93 at 30, which has been a blast, and it's going very good. Um, I think you guys are going to like it just as much as last year. But Night Rider <laughs> will be here on Wednesday that next week, so... Uh, So then, from Old Space...
2: Brandon and Tony, not-so-lone crusaders in a dangerous world. The world of Old Space Show.
0: Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters